Today's episode is sponsored by Alone in the Dark. The highly anticipated new reimagination by Pieces Interactive and THQ Nordic. Play as Edward Carnby or Emily Hartwood to explore your environments, fight monsters, solve puzzles, and uncover the true secret of Dorsetto Manor. Our favorite heroes are brought to life by Hollywood stars Jodie Comer of Killing Eve and David Harbour of Stranger Things, who lend not only their voices, but their appearance and their formidable acting skills to the brave protagonists. Experience a deep psychological story that goes beyond the realms of the imaginable, all dreamed up by Mikhail Hedberg, cult horror writer of Soma and Amnesia. The team at Pieces Interactive is supported by monster designer and legendary Guillermo del Toro collaborator Guy Davis, as well as doom jazz legend Jason Conan, who provides his eerie and haunting melodies for the right atmosphere. Alone in the Dark is available March 20th on PS5, Xbox Series XS, and PC. Pre-order your copy now and escape into the dark. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Bloody Disgusting Podcast Network. No. This is Creepy, a podcast dedicated to sharing the most famous, chilling, and disturbing creepypastas and urban legends in the world. Whether these stories truly happened or are simply fabrications is for you to decide. These stories may contain graphic depictions of violence and explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Creepy presents A man in a costume is pretending to be my mom's dog. Written by Shane Sar 93 and narrated by Nate Dufort. I haven't heard from my mom in about three days. That was around the time her beagle buster died, and she was really depressed, so I decided to give her some space to cope. So when she called me out of the blue yesterday, sounding all bright and chipper, that was when I knew something had happened. We live in a small town in Iowa, a couple kilometers north of Spirit Lake. There isn't much to do to pass the time, and 
Since my dad died and I moved out for college, Mom relied heavily on Buster for company. I finished up my last semester and went back home ready to fit back into life, at least until it was time to go job hunting. And that's when she told me the news about Buster. I tried my best to console her and even promised to get her a new dog, but she wouldn't hear a word of it. Buster was a gift from my dad for their 12th anniversary, so to her, Buster was the last thing that made sense to her, and losing him meant losing my dad all over again. I spent a few nights at her house to try and cheer her up before getting back to my apartment about ten minutes away, until I got her phone call. The sun hadn't even risen properly above the horizon when I heard my phone rattling on the nightstand. Mikey, you need to get over here right now. You wouldn't believe who came to visit me last night. I had just woken up from a deep sleep and her loud, energetic tone was a little overwhelming for me. Ah, I don't... Buster! He must have come in through the doggy door. Although, I don't know how, because he's so big now. I paused for a minute, trying to make sense of what I was hearing. I looked at the phone screen to make sure it was my mom and glanced at the time to see it was just 5.05 a.m. Are you sure it isn't another beagle? Could be someone else's dog. Of course it's him. I know my buster anywhere. Come over and say hi. I wanted to ask more, but between my sleepy haze and obvious confusion, all I managed was, uh, okay. I looked at my phone screen again, unsure if what just happened was a really vivid dream or if my mom had fallen into some psychotic episode. I put on a sweater and slipped on my jeans and sneakers before leaving for her house. All the while over, I was genuinely worried about her mental health, and I blamed myself. Dad died around the same time I started school out of state, and he was barely in the ground when I up and left Mom on her own. The more I thought about it, the more likely it seemed that I was the one to blame for all this. And to make matters worse, I still didn't have a job. As I bent the corner, I half expected to see Buster running around our front lawn as I'd seen him before so many times walking home from high school. But there was no dog. Probably inside. I walked up the cobblestone walkway and heard Mom making her ridiculous baby talk that I'd often hear when Buster was still alive. As I walked in through the front door, nothing could prepare me for what I saw. As my eyes focused the room, I saw Mom sitting on the couch as I'd seen her a hundred million times before, with a black mass curled at her feet. As my eyes adjusted to the light of the house, I stood frozen, unable to say anything. Doesn't he look great, Mikey? What I saw was a man, six foot eight. Fuck me. He could have been closer to even seven feet tall from where I stood, wearing a matte black dog mask and a full-body jumpsuit. The man was so tall he almost completely covered the white carpet Mom had laid out on the ground. I don't know where he was, but I'm so happy to have my big man back, Mom said as she pat the man's stomach. I still couldn't move or say anything. Through the eye holes of the mask, I could see the man studying me intently and a pang of fear struck my chest. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. He looked as if he was plotting his next move, thinking of what to do. What did I just stumble upon exactly? I shifted my gaze to my mom and saw that she was in her glee. The only time I saw her this happy was when I told her I got accepted to Nebraska State. It felt so sincere and warm. It tore me up inside. Then I looked back down to the man and looked at his eyes again through the holes of his mask. I could only see his eyes, but I swore they had the most smug look as if to say, Yeah, I made her this happy when you couldn't. But of course, he didn't say anything. He was a dog, after all. Dogs don't talk. My God, I had to say something. Mom, what the fuck? I blurted out. Of course, that's not exactly the words I wanted to come out, but the shock of the situation sort of chose my words for me. She raised her head and the warm, doting smile melted from her face. What's your problem? Buster's back, can't you see? Mom, who is that? Where did he come from? Mom looked back at me like I had a skull full of shit. This isn't funny, Mikey. You're scaring Buster with your loud talking. My mom wasn't much of a prankster. Come to think of it, she wasn't much of anything. For as long as I could remember, she pretty much lived for her family. Whatever Dad and I liked, she liked as well, but still held out hope that this was some elaborate joke at my expense. But her eyes and facial expression behind her comically tiny Looney Tunes glasses made me realize that something was terribly wrong. Just when I thought it couldn't get worse, I heard it. Whimpers coming from the thing that lay on the ground. Oh, what's wrong, Bussy? Want to go out? You don't? Okay. Well, stay inside with Mama. I could feel beads of sweat forming below my hairline in clusters. I didn't know what to do. Do I call the police? Clearly my mom was unwell if she felt this thing was her dead dog. Then without warning, the man got up on all fours and started growling at me. I felt that pang of fear in my chest again, harder this time. I clearly couldn't counter my mom for help, so what was I going to do? The man in the suit looked like he had at least 50 pounds on me, and he was clearly deranged. Buster, come back here. Leave Mikey alone. He just wants to play with you, Mikey. He hasn't seen you for so long. Then I could see him tensing up as if to charge. Before waiting, I ran out the open door and back into the street, not stopping until I got home. As I type this now, it seems ridiculous, me running from a grown man in a dog costume, but I don't know. There was something so unsettling about the incident. Clearly, 
It was a man dressed as a dog, but I don't know. His eyes, while they were definitely human, had something else behind them that seemed inhuman and animalistic. I walked back over to my apartment trying to make sense of what happened all the way. Who was that person? Where did he come from? Was he dangerous? Last and definitely not least, what do I do now? Do I go to the police? Tell them my mom's home has been invaded by a crazed dogman? Even if I did convince them to come to the home with me, what would they have done? I read a story online once where a man out of some strange fetish decided to live out the rest of his days as a horse in California with his wife, now owner, and there wasn't anything the authorities could do about it. Even if the police did something, is that really what I wanted to put my mom through? Between dad's death and my going away, she clearly had a lot of mental baggage, and a trip to the police station to file a report, assuming she would in the first place, was the last thing she needed. But still, leaving her in there with whatever the fuck that was wasn't a solution either. I sat on my bed and thought for a while, till I realized I had to do something. I walked back over to Mom's house, the front door still open. Still unsure of how to approach the situation, I pulled out my pocket knife in case things took a turn for the worse. That's when I saw one of my old neighbors, Ms. Johansson in her patio, looking in the direction of my house. I whistled her over to the sidewalk, careful not to make too much noise for my mom or Buster to notice. Mikey, is your mom okay? Um, why do you ask? She studied me carefully. Well, she's been laughing and giggling really loud, and just before I saw you, she started cursing at someone. I know she lives alone since you left, so... I don't know what's going on. Uh, maybe she had the TV on. The thing is, it's not just that. Last night, I got up to use the washroom and through the window, I saw a huge dog in your front lawn. It was about the size of a Great Dane. I thought about calling animal control, but who would believe an old coot like me? Who would believe that indeed, I thought to myself. Thanks, Miss Johansson. I think maybe you should call the police. Usually, Miss Johansson was the kind of old biddy to ask why, but she sensed the urgency of the situation and hurried inside to call the cops. No sooner had I turned back to face the house, I heard my mom scream. I hopped the wall of the house and walked inside to see the dogman trying to mount my mother as she fought back. I tried to focus on what was happening before my very eyes. His growls and snorts together with my mom's scream almost sent me crazy. My fear and shock quickly turned to rage when I folded out the blade from my pocket knife and threw myself at him at full speed. I crashed into him and took him down to the ground in a move reminiscent of my old Pop Warner days as I slipped the knife between his shoulder blades. I could hear him yelp in pain as I grabbed him and began punching the leather mask he was wearing. I heard his animalistic growls again as he lunged forward and bit my forearm. 
A bolt of pain ran up my right arm as I tried to pry his mouth open from the mask. Mikey, what are you doing? was all I could hear from behind me. This fucker was strong. I felt him trying to pull me closer with one arm, but I fought back with everything until I heard the police sirens. The most human look of fear washed over his eyes as he opened his mouth and ran on all fours out the open back door and over the neighbor's fence. I was bleeding everywhere, and my mom wore a confused look on her face the entire time. When the police cleared the house in the neighborhood, with no reports of a seven-foot-tall man, I wasn't particularly surprised. I deliberately left out the details of the dog suit. I didn't need the police looking at me side-eyed. We made a report as usual, and investigators chalked it up to a homeless derelict who thought he could fit himself into Mom's home. It still didn't answer a lot of questions. For now, Mom is staying with me at my apartment. I have an appointment lined up with a psychiatrist for her the next morning. I love her so much, and I just want to do what's best for her. What I should have done all along. I hope this whole episode is over. Reading it about a year from now might seem a little less terrifying and a little more funny. But the growling I hear ever so often outside my door as I write this doesn't help ease my mind. For more information, including pictures and videos of the stories told on this podcast, please visit creepypod.com. If you'd like to submit a story for consideration or recommend a story, please see our submission page at creepypod.com slash submissions. All stories told on this podcast are done so through Creative Commons share-alike licensing or with written consent from the authors. No portion of this podcast may be rebroadcast or otherwise distributed without the express written consent of the Creepy Podcast production team and the story's author. JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back, and this week we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Item number SCP-5186 SCP-7160 SCP-7533 Object Class Euclid Keter Safe Special Containment Procedures Spreading across the hemisphere and kicking up vast amounts of ash and dust (laughs) The only thing I could hear was 7219 (laughs) laughing Do you remember your name? Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. I feel them again. Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. They're in my ears! Heartland Counseling. Appointment update. Nobody understands! SCP Archives is a weekly fiction podcast. Each episode, we dive into the strange, the unknown, and the... 
Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or at scparchives.com.